Well, as I've been saying, uh, 2020 is over and 2021 is here. And I don't know about you, but I feel like it's kind of been a very strange transition uh, over these last uh, several weeks, I would say. It just didn't really seem like the normal transition, right? And it probably isn't normal. It's not going to feel normal uh, because it's been so weird. It was weird the way transition from 2020 to 2021 uh, came and went. There wasn't a lot of gatherings of friends and family. There were smaller gatherings this year, which were mandated because of the COVID virus. Uh, so people weren't gathering together. So I wasn't hearing a lot about parties and I wasn't hearing a lot about people traveling. And I wasn't seeing a lot of, uh, of hoopla and just celebration and, and all of that that comes with uh, the celebration of New Year's. Our energy has been depleted as a nation and as a world. And so I feel like we kind of stumbled over the line into the new year rather than uh, with gusto or excitement, we walked uh, proudly into the new year. We all have this COVID fatigue that just is weighing us down. And you know, I wonder where are the new year's resolutions? Did you make any new year's resolutions? Oftentimes we think about them as we go from one year to the other, we take assessment of the past and we look to the new and, and we come up with a new year's resolutions, but I'm not hearing about those very much this year. I'm not seeing the new year, new you, concept that's being promoted on billboards or on advertisements. It's more like New Year survival is what I get. That's the sentiment that I seem to be getting. Survival is the order of the day. And so I want to ask you this morning, how are you going to survive in this new year? How are you going to survive the coming year? What are you going to do to stay healthy and sane? Right, because we clearly see that this is more like a marathon. This is more like training for a long distance uh, experience. This is not something that has gone over quickly. It's, it's uh, not even looking like it's gonna be over anytime soon. So what are you gonna do that's gonna keep you healthy and sane this year? You know, when I talk with people, everyone I talk to, every single person is exhausted at some level. There's some level of exhaustion. I'm not talking to people these days and hearing people say I'm rested and rejuvenated and, and, and ready for, for the new year. And I wonder, what are we going to do to get our energy back? What's that going to look like for us? What are we going to do to get our energy back? I, I want to dream again. Don't you want to dream again? I want to dream again. I want to be excited about something again. And I'm wondering what we can do to do that. I, I want to win in 2021. And that's what this whole message series is all about. That's what we're going to be talking about for the next several weeks. I want to win. I hope you do too. I want us to win in 2021. And that's the question we're going to be looking at. But how do you do that? How do you win in the new year? We're going to be looking over the next few weeks at the Gospel of Luke. Uh, specifically, we're going to look at Luke 3, 4, 5, and 6, these chapters. So I would encourage you to have your Bible ready, that you would kind of put your Bible next to wherever you are, uh, sitting next to you, so you can turn those pages. Or, or if you have the Bible on your app, uh, on, their, on your phone, then, then please like, look that up, look for Luke, and, and be ready to go there uh, each week. Luke 3, Luke 4, Luke 5, uh, Luke 6. That's where we're going to be for the next several weeks. So keep your Bible handy, because I believe God has a lot to say to us about how we can face the unknown, what we can do to face the unknown. That's what 2021 is, isn't it? I mean, I know every year is unknown. We don't know what the future holds any given day, what tomorrow brings. 
uh, but specifically in 2021. We've got this new vaccine, but is the new vaccine going to be able to cover all the different strains of the new the new virus? And well, are we easing up on restrictions? But maybe we're not easing up on restrictions and, and nobody really knows. Everyone's still up in the air. And so we don't know what the future is going to hold. So my question is, is how in the midst of the unknown, how do we still win in 2021 when we're exhausted and we're fatigued and we don't know what the future holds? Well, over the next few weeks, we're going to put a puzzle together. And the very first piece of the puzzle is in, in winning 2021 is, is this. When you don't know what to do, do what you know is right. The first piece of this puzzle, when you don't know what to do, you don't know how to win, is to do what you know to do, what you know to be right. There's so much unknown, let's start with what we do know. Start with what we know to be right. Today's story is found in Luke chapter 3. And so if you have your Bible, I would encourage you to turn to Luke chapter 3. And we're going to look at verses 10 through 14. And so as you are finding that uh, in the, the Gospel of Luke, in the back of the Bible there, as you're turning those pages or finding it in your app, I'm going to uh, be praying for us. So uh, let's, let's pray. Uh, Heavenly Father, I thank you for the gift of, of every single new day. Lord, we thank you for what is before us, and we pray that you would speak to us about how to win against the unknown, how to win in this next year. And so, Lord, open our eyes and our ears and our minds to, uh, to your gospel message this morning. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're looking at Luke chapter 3, verses 10 through 14. And as a bit of background, just to remind you, we are in the midst of looking at John the Baptist. We actually did this at the end of last year. We were looking at John the Baptist and his life in some other gospels and in some other stories. But here we're looking at uh, John uh, the Baptist in Luke's Gospel, chapter 3, and uh, we see that people are coming to John. John the Baptist is, is a precursor to Jesus. He's preparing the way for Jesus to arrive. And so he's out in the wilderness, and he's uh, looking kind of strange, and he's eating kind of strange stuff, and he's saying kind of strange things, and people are curious, so they're kind of flocking out to where John is. They're walking out to find him, and people are listening to him. They're listening to his words. He's not just some crazy guy. He's strange, but he's not saying crazy things. He's saying things that make sense. And so the people are going to John, and they're listening. And so he's saying these words that are they're helping them to understand their relationship with God better. That's what he's doing. He's saying, you got to get things right. you got to get prepared. Jesus is coming. God is here. And he's saying all these words to them. And so the people, they come to him in droves. And really what the people are doing is they're going to John. They're saying, you got some special knowledge about God. We want it. We want your blessing. And so they're, they're going to, to John and they're looking to him. They're, they're going to him looking for his blessing. They want him to baptize them. Right? He's, they're saying, John, baptize me, baptize me. They're, they want some way for them to say, we want you to baptize us so that we can say we're your follower. Because if we say that we're, we're your follower, then that means somehow that we'll have a better relationship with God. Right? That's what's going on. They're, they're reaching out to John and they're saying, somehow if I can get close to this John guy who's saying these crazy things, but they seem to make sense and God's in it somehow, I want more of that. That's what the people are saying. And so they somehow want to be closer to God so that their future will be secure. They are a people who are uncertain. They're uncertain and they're crying out, what do we have to do to have a relationship with God? That's, that's the big question they're asking. 
And that's where we're going to pick it up here in Luke chapter 3, verses 10 through 14. And so the crowds are asking, what should we do? John, what should we do? And John replied, if you have two shirts, give one to the poor. If you have food, share it with those who are hungry. Even corrupt tax collectors came to John to be baptized and asked, Teacher, what should we do? And he replied, Collect no more taxes than the government requires. What should we do? asked some soldiers. John replied, Don't exhort money or make false accusations. Be content with your pay. Did you notice? Notice the three groups of people that are identified here in Luke's gospel. Who are the people that came to John saying, we don't know what to do. What do we do? How do we have a relationship with God? The crowds, the corrupt tax collectors, the soldiers. All three of these groups came to him. They all came saying, what can we do as we face the unknown? Their future is scary. We we have lives to lead. We have work to do. We have friends that we are making. And then there's this God thing. We want God to be in a relationship. What do we do? How do we win at this God thing? John, tell us, tell us, what do we do? And the answer for them is the same answer that it is for us. When you don't know what to do, when you don't know what to do, start by doing what you know to be right. When you don't know what to do about the future, start by doing what you know to be right. It's not rocket science. That's what John's response is. It's not rocket science. To the crowds, he says, if you've got something and you can share it, share it with somebody who doesn't have it. To the the tax collectors, he said, hey, guys, don't cheat people. To the soldiers, he's saying, be honest and be content with what you have. It's not rocket science here. Share, don't cheat others, be honest. John's advice to people looking to win in a relationship with God was to do what the people already knew they were supposed to do. As we read through the other stories that we're going to look at in Luke, and as we put this puzzle piece together about what we're supposed to do in order to win 2021, or if you take time and you read about Jesus' life in any of the stories, quite honestly, the last three years of his life, you'll see that he was telling anybody who would listen that if you want to win in a relationship with God, you have to pay attention to the way you treat other people. You have to pay attention to how you treat others. If you want to win the game, start with what you already know to be right. For us, as we look to 2021, these same rules apply. For someone who doesn't have something, if you find someone around you who doesn't have something and you have extra, share with them. In business and in life, don't cheat people. Be honest with yourself and with others and learn to be content. Do what you know to be right. If you live by these principles, you will win. You'll be well on your way to winning in 2021. You could write those down and put those on the mirror and that could be your win for today. But if you're listening to this today and you are a Christian, if you're someone who's trying to follow in Jesus' footsteps, then I want to encourage you by giving you some bonus answers here. Not just do those characteristics help you to win. They help you win in 2021. But around here, as a church, we like to say that we win in life when we come to church, put Jesus first, when we pray regularly, and when we serve others. It's not rocket science. 
It's just being intentional with what you have. And coming to church is going to look different right now during COVID season, right? It's going to look different for us because we're all socially distant. But what it essentially means is connect with other people who are walking in the same path as you. Make sure that you're intentional about that. Last week, we said goodbye to a dear friend. Uh, We said goodbye to a dear friend in our church family. Marlene Fauerbach passed away. And at her graveside service, uh, her family held one in her honor. They held a graveside service. It was small. Uh, But her, her son, her eldest son, spoke on her behalf. And as I listened to the words that he was sharing about his mom, I was reminded once again about the importance of community. Because as Kurt spoke, he was talking about Marlene, and he said, this was Marlene's church. This was her place. Even after her husband died, she didn't want to leave here and and go somewhere else. She wanted to stay here because this is where her people were. This is her community. This is her church. This is her church family. See, church is a place you can turn to when you're lost or when you're scared or when you are in need or when you are uncertain. And so it's important for us to gather in groups, to do these online calls, to check in with each other, to be connected, to do phone calls, to keep in touch. Coming to church means that you want to be connected with people who are doing life together with you, going in the same direction. That's what it means to come to church. And so that's a way to win this year. Learning to put Jesus first. That's the other one we often talk about. Put Jesus first. And the best way I know how you can do that is to get God's word in your life to get the Bible into your regular routine. This past week, I heard a statistic, which I didn't take the time to make sure that it was uh, accurate. So forgive me about that. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is, uh, but I didn't find the source. I didn't look beyond the, the person who told it to me. Um, but I did look up one that was similar from earlier uh, 2012, and uh, the numbers were, were pretty close. But the statistic said this. It said that 10% of people who say that they are Christians, Bible-believing, going to church, Christians. 10% of Christians open the Bible on a regular basis. Only 10% of Christians are reading the Bible on a regular basis. Right, what if we said this? Imagine if if only 10% of people who had teeth brushed their teeth on a regular basis. Right? What would the teeth look like in the people who didn't brush their teeth? Right? They'd be falling out of our head. And we wouldn't be surprised by that because people didn't take care of their teeth. So if Christians are going to say that they want to know God, they want God, and they want to understand God more regularly in their lives, we need to be going to God in prayer. We need to understand what he says to us. And the best way to do that is by having the Bible as a part of our regular routine. Getting your Bible putting on your nightstand or, 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 or just growing closer to God in whatever way uh, you can. Uh, if you don't have the Bible app on your phone, maybe that's something you'd want to do this year, is, is finally get that Bible app, the YouVersion Bible app. It's fantastic. In fact, I was uh, just looking at one. I've got a Bible app this morning. I'm doing a study this week, uh, and it's based on casting crowns. They, they've got a study out uh, just about worship, worshiping God. And it, just the first day was just so eye-opening and reminding me of the importance of being with Jesus and being with God on a regular basis. Me, a pastor, reading this and and learning from it. You can too. Get the Bible app and put it on your phone. Or or like I said, put your Bible on your nightstand and make sure you read it uh, when you wake up or when you go to bed or sometime during the day. 
But if you want to win in 2020, uh, 2021, then my encouragement is for you to get as much time with Jesus as you can. Figure out how you want to do that best. And if you have questions about that, by all means, write to me, call me, send me a letter. Uh, I will love to talk to you about that because I think that's so important for us to get the Word of God, to get the Bible in our lives and learn to put Jesus first. So uh, the other way I would say praying regularly. Th- you know, this past week, um, I was with our staff. I was with uh, Rose and she and I were talking and, and I asked her if she would close in prayer and she closed in prayer. And I can't tell you how blessed I was uh, by her prayer. Her prayer was such a blessing. I'm still thinking about it. It's still encouraging me days and days later. Why do I say that? Because a lot of times I get into a room and I'm the only person who, who prays. Right? Nobody else feels comfortable praying or, or whatever it happens to be. And man, it makes such a difference when, when you guys pray with me. Right? I get to hear different prayers and different approaches to your relationship with God. And you get to hear it from me. And we can share together. We can encourage each other. And it's so good. So praying regularly, learning to do that. Praying, practice praying. Practice at mealtime. Whenever you get food, just say, thanks God for this food. You, you put this here. I have this because of you. Thanking God, speaking to God, worshiping God. Just as you walk down the road, just saying, hey, God, thanks for this beautiful day. But learning to converse with God on a regular basis, practice doing that uh, when you wake up and when you go to bed, when you see a need in the day. Learn to practice prayer. We know that prayer is important, so uh, practicing prayer this year is a great way for you to win in 2021. And then serving others is another one that I would tell you. Serving others uh, you can head over to Kumac if you want. You can uh, pick up some canned goods and you can bring them to the food pantry or you can go swing a hammer for Habitat. All those things are available to you and, and those are all great ways to serve others. But I would say to you, uh, before you go do any of those things, one way that you can serve others is with your attitude. It's tough when you think about it. What do we do, God? What do we do to, to follow you? It's not rocket science. It just takes intentionality. And so serving others with your attitude is a great way for you to win in 2021. There's so many different ways that you can serve, but serving with your attitude, putting uh, yourself in a place where you have to sacrifice your wants for someone else. That's tough. But when you submit yourself and your wants to someone else's uh, needs there, God blesses that. And so learning to have a good attitude of service there, serving with a smile, you know, believe the best in someone when you come in contact, even when they're not showing you their best, learning to do that, right? Learning to, uh, learning to serve with a smile and believe the best in someone. You know, during COVID, we're not at our best. There's not one of us that's at our best. Uh, we're 80% maybe. And so we're all walking around with a little bit of melancholy. We're all walking around with fatigue. And so if you know that that's true, then just taking a step back and learning for your attitude to serve others by serving with a smile and and dealing with the fact that the world is mean and the world is angry and the world is hurting right now. And so for you to learn to serve others with gentleness and with kindness, it's a great way for you to go and win 2021. Friends, we already know what we're supposed to do. The question is, will we win the day by doing what we know is right? This isn't rocket science. And so I would encourage you to pick one area, just one area of anything I've talked about this morning, one area and focus on it this week. Focus on it this week. Decide to do something and then practice, practice, practice. Just practice over and over. 
this week. Make a plan to connect with friends in the church. Let that be the thing you do. You're going to connect this week. Somehow you're going to connect with people you've lost touch with, you haven't connected with in a while. Friends that you used to see when you'd come to church that you haven't seen them in a while. Make a plan to connect, just to reach out, check in, see how they're doing, and stay connected. It's so important. Make a plan to connect with friends this week or make a plan to read the Bible and apply it to your life. Figure out where you're going to put the Bible. Figure out a time when you're going to read the Bible. Carve that time out. If you think it's just going to happen, the world is going to steal all of the time you have. You have to plan and prepare and be intentional about it. But if you do, you will win the day and you'll be able to win 2021. Practice praying during the day. Practice uh, throughout the day. Find a moment to pray or adopt an attitude of service. Look to serve when you are dealing with others. Start with that end in mind and you'll be amazed at, at how that helps you win the day. And 2021 is going to be unknown for a lot of reasons. Uh, we don't know what tomorrow brings. We never do, but we don't know what's going to happen. So when you're in doubt, when you're in doubt, do what you know to do and the rest will follow. What can you work on this week? Because the more you practice what you know, the more likely it is that you're going to win in 2021. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for giving us this day, and I thank you, Lord, for the reminder to us that we can win if we follow you through, the, through our steps in 2021. Uh, you are a good and gracious God, and we want to see uh, to see you in us and in others as we continue to take steps to follow in your footsteps, Jesus. And so, God, we pray that you would help us to uh, be generous with our time, talent, and with our treasure. Lord, help us to put you first in, in all these different areas of our lives. And we will, I know we will, we will see ourselves winning in this new year. And so we look forward to that, God. We look forward to seeing you move in our uh, church and in our persons, uh, the, the, the people that we are, God. We pray all of this today in Jesus' name. Amen.